What's going on, my people? How y'all doing out there? Man, it feels so good to be back with you guys again this week. This is TJ with another episode of The Soapbox, and I'm telling you, man, I'm really, really, really happy to be with you guys to talk to you today. Man, we're going to cover some good information. I'm talking the world is doing some amazing things, and there's no reason why we shouldn't be a part of that. So look, I'm not going to hold you up with this introduction. Y'all just sit back, relax, and let's jump into the episode. All right, so first off, what's up, everybody? I'm glad to be back with you guys again today. Um, Today, we're going to talk about something a little different than last week. Last week, we were really focusing on surviving tragedies and moving forward and things of that sort. But today, we're going to move in a different direction. Um, So today, we're going to start talking about addressing stress. And one thing that I want to stress to everybody, no pun intended, is that there's a lot of things that can cause daily stress on your life. By far, one of the most damaging elements that you can actually spend more of your time on is having some type of emotional temperament or emotional attachment to everything around you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I understand we're human beings. So ultimately, it is natural that we begin to start to allow our emotions to seep into just about everything that we do. But the goal should be to sort of move away from that. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. So I'm not going to go into a lot of detail today about this particular subject, but there's one thing that I want to stress to you. Your emotions are rooted in two things. One is past events and the other is future expectations. Now, maybe a little later on, I'll do an episode as we focus on future expectations. I think that's a big thing that we need to tackle. But today we're going to go on a different route. So today we're going to focus on a specific subject that will undoubtedly help you to deal with your past. Now, ladies and gentlemen, make no mistake about it. Your past can be brutal. It reminds reminds you of so much there's so much stuff and garbage and trash that just sits in the corners of your past and the sad part about it is is that you're reminded of it all the time so many things just pop up in your face so many things pop up in your head and you keep constantly reverting back to things and situations events that happened in your past and this is how your emotions get so caught up into things because a lot of times what happens is you encounter a situation or a person or an event for that matter and there are emotions that are tied to that particular event and every time you think about that particular event those emotions stir up inside of you see your subconscious mind the mind that catalogs everything the mind that stores all of your events and experiences it's not partial to anything whatsoever. It's not biased. So when you think of a situation, your subconscious doesn't distinguish the difference between you thinking about something and going through it. It's kind of like a lot of people don't know, but let's say for instance, you broke your leg 
you're going to have pain. Your doctor is going to give you pain medication. Well, let's say you just went through a bad breakup and now you're heartbroken. Did you know that you can take the same pain medication that you would for a broken leg, for a broken heart, and you'd actually get results? You would literally start to feel less pain. That's because your subconscious mind speaks to your body and your body doesn't know the difference. This is how people get so addicted to pain medication. But this is also how people get addicted to emotions, how people get stuck in emotional cycles where they just continuously relive the same tragedies and the same events over and over and over again. As a matter of fact, this is a large part of the cycle that I call emotional addiction. Once you start to train yourself to normalize a feeling, then you start to chase it like a drug. And that's what leads us to today's approach to dealing with our past situations, because there's a way to sort of break this cycle. Truth be told, there's multiple things that you need to do, but there's one thing in particular that will lead you in the right direction to to be able to kind of move away from the stresses of the past and past events. It's kind of like a cure, so to speak. And that cure is what we call forgiveness. Now, make no mistake about it. Forgiving people is not easy. It's actually quite difficult because you have anchored yourself so much into your emotional norms. It's easy for you to be mad at people. It's easy for you to be sad about situations. It's it's easy for you to turn on all of those negative emotions because they happen so naturally. The problem is none of them serve you well, at least not clinging to them for a long period of time. That's why it's vital that you start to cultivate a nature of forgiveness inside of yourself so that you can approach these situations differently and start to move away from those emotional attachments that you have to past events. You need to think about something seriously. Forgiveness is such a major part of the peace process and you don't want to live in a state of stress all the time. There are so many people suffering from high blood pressure from strokes, from heart attacks, because they are allowing themselves to be stressed out about elements in life that basically you can't do anything about. So it makes no sense for you to spend so much time and so much brain power and so much of your vitality by wasting it on situations and conditions that don't change. So we have to recognize that forgiveness is not a common thing. As a matter of fact, the average person is really going to err on the side of the simplest situation. And it's much simpler to basically just go with the flow of your emotions as opposed to push against that stuff that's not going to serve you any kind of goodness towards your life, your stress level, your peace. So now there's something that we need to understand about forgiveness. Forgiveness is a skill. It's basically the same as any other skill that you have in your entire being. So you've got to work at it constantly every day because it's not going to be easy and you're not going to be good at it at the very beginning. Just think of the first time somebody did something wrong to you. How hard was it for you to really forgive that person? But then after you've dealt with situations for so long, some of the things that were very critical to you when you were younger 
are things now that you simply can turn away from if you cultivated forgiveness in that particular area. It's just like playing the piano. When you first start, it's pretty difficult. You're learning the foundational elements of it. You're learning how to make chords, how to run scales, how to do different things. But the more you work at it, the more that you put time and effort into it, the more you become to be better at that particular skill. Forgiveness is no different. You have to work at it every day. You have to continue to try to be better at being able to forgive. But before we can actually talk about what we should be forgiving, we have to completely understand exactly what forgiveness is. So what is forgiveness? Well, Webster says that to forgive is to cease from feeling resentment against someone, something, or whatever the case may be. But we have to understand also that forgiveness has parts. There's a makeup of forgiveness and we have to treat each individual part with its own respect. So number one, the first part of forgiveness is to assess the wrongdoing. Somebody did something, a situation happened, something caused this feeling of resentment. We have to assess the situation and determine exactly what that is. That's the first part of forgiveness is knowing what it is that's causing us to feel as though we were wrong as though we were done differently than what others may have been, or that we were the target of some type of malice or neglect or oppression. Once you determine that, then the second part is to accept the conditions that it created. You may find yourself in a situation where somebody has done something to you that has caused you to feel a certain way, but not only has it caused you to feel a certain way, but it's also done something to your environment, done something to your daily operations. Even if it's just the change in your feeling, you have to accept the situation for what it is. Accept the fact that this was done wrong to you and now this is the condition that you're in whether it's a physical harm whether it's mental emotional spiritual financial social whatever realm that this assault has happened to you in you have to accept the fact that this is what the situation is right now now here comes the hard part you have to understand first that you were done wrong you have to understand the condition that that wrongdoing has put you in but then also you have to go one step further and then you have to pardon the person pardon the situation pardon the action that the individual has done or situation has created in order for you to move on to the final part of what forgiveness is now i'm going to go into detail a little further about individual acts but make no mistake about it that we have to pardon the action that was taken and then fourth you have to operate without retaliation. Now that's a big one because a lot of times when people get hurt, they want to hurt you back. And there is a statement that has been made throughout the years and it is very true. It says that hurt people hurt people, but there's so much more that you can elaborate on with that. A lot of times when people do you wrong and it is all because of some type of emotional feeling that they have inside of them, Many times the layers are much deeper than just that. A lot of times these individuals tend to have personal issues inside of themselves that they can't seem to work through and you become a target of their frustration 
are a target of their emotional instability. Sometimes it's not even a personal thing. To be honest with you, there are some people that don't have anything against you, but because they have so much against themselves that it manifests itself outwardly towards you. And you have to learn to recognize that. But you can't be that person. You cannot be done wrong and then come back and want to do wrong back. All right. Now, no one is telling you not to defend yourself. No one is telling you to be a punching bag or be used and abused. What I'm saying is you cannot operate in the construct of every time somebody does something to you, says something to you, you have to do or say something back to them. And then you definitely can't continue that emotional instability throughout your life because at that point, it cannot be established that you have forgiven anything. All you have done is moved yourself from one location to the next and you have held on to the emotional trauma that came with the situation at hand. Okay, so now that we understand what forgiveness is, now we need to understand what we need to forgive. And I'm gonna start from a big picture perspective and move inward. So number one, we have to forgive life, our overall condition. Look, some of you have been dealt a very bad hand. Some of you have had to deal with some of life's most challenging situations. Some people have major financial struggles that they were born into. Some people have physical conditions. Some people have mental situations. The truth is, while every human being was created equal, we all were not placed in equal situations. And some of us have to work from platforms and springboards that are not in the best of situations. So I understand that. Ladies and gentlemen, I am an African-American male I was raised in the South. I understand what it means to face adversity. I understand what it means to face oppression. I understand what it means to face prejudice. And I have seen those, not to the extent that some people have, of course, some of the stuff that you see on the news on a regular basis, but I have seen my fair share. Ladies and gentlemen, I lived the vast majority of my, my middle teenage years into adult in a cult, I was subjugated to servitude for a long period of time. I understand that though that was something that I chose, I had to live with it and deal with it, not only while I was there, but also in the years afterwards. My overall life conditioning didn't change after I got out because I had to face the world. I had to face the reality and problems that many people had already been facing, but I had not because I hadn't moved into living in the world. So now that I am living in the world at that point in time, I can't be mad at the world because I'm an African-American man. I can't be mad at the world because of the fact that I am who I am and where I am. I have to gain a level of forgiveness because of my situation. If you live your life out mad at your condition, mad at where you are and what you are going through, you will have a stressful and miserable life. You have to forgive life. Forgive life for where you are. Forgive life for what you are. If you're in a bind, if you're in a struggle, if you're in a situation, then by all means, if it is because of something that you can't change, then you cannot spend your life regretting it. 
You cannot spend your life being mad at it. I am a short guy. I've always wanted to be tall, but that just wasn't in the cards. So I had to understand that I had to learn how to be a short guy. I had to live with it. My last name is Lemon. If I have no other reason in the world to have been mad about anything, going through school with the last name Lemon was always a joke. I was always picked at. But I can't allow that to make me mad and resentful to the entire world. So I have to forgive the condition because there's a bright side to everything. Just because I'm short doesn't mean that I'm out of the picture because that means that my center of gravity is low. And that's why I had so much success wrestling in high school. And I can't tell you how many other great things have come out of situations that I myself may have felt like weren't the best. That's why you have to forgive your situation, forgive your life, forgive that that you are because you can be so much more. Stop looking at the negative parts of yourself as if they are the worst, as if they are the end, because there's so much that's come out of people just focusing on how they can turn whatever they are into the best that they can be. So number one, forgive your life. Now, here comes the one that most people deal with every day and they have a hard time with. You have to forgive people's actions. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you may have lived for so many years and you may have dealt with so much that was done wrong to you. There are some things that have been done to people throughout their lives that some of us couldn't even imagine. Some of us could not deal with even if we were at our strongest points. Just look at history. Look at the things that were done to people throughout all of history, whether it be slavery, whether it be the Holocaust, whether it be multiple wars, whether it be genocides, whatever, all the different things that have been done then and that are being done now. You cannot get hung up on what someone has done to you. I know so many people right now that are stressing out, suffering, purely resentful throughout their whole lives because they're still clinging to stuff that was done 20 years ago. You cannot allow that stuff to fester and grow inside of you like some type of cancer that just eats away on your personality inside because eventually you get addicted to those emotions. You get addicted to that resentment. You get addicted to the anger, to the frustration, and you can't do that. There is no way you can live a peaceful life when you spend every day of your life being mad because of something that somebody has done to you. You have to have the most traumatic experience that possibly exists. There is no way you can be happy being mad at the world every day, all day. Now, are people going to do you wrong? Absolutely. Are people going to lie to you, steal from you, cheat on you, throw you in the trash, hurt you, punch you, kick you, all kinds of stuff? Yes, that is life. It is going to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, there is nothing you can do about the fact that other people are going to do you wrong. But what you can do is you can stop allowing it to taint who you are. 
Are you going to get upset about something people have done or said? Yes, absolutely. We're human beings. It happens. But you can't live on that. You can't cling to that. Have your moment. If someone pisses you off, have your moment. But then let your moment pass. Don't stand there and every day continuously regurgitate what this person did to you. Because all you're doing is feeding that emotion that's causing you to continue to be stressed, continue to be tormented by the actions of other people. I refuse to let the actions of others dictate how I feel or who I am. So you need to make sure that you're not allowing that to happen to you. Now, the next one is big and it's hard for you to really grasp it because most times you attach this to what people do. But there is another part of forgiving other people that is really big. And that is forgiving who they are. Ladies and gentlemen, there are some people, actually, no, I'm going to change that right now. Everybody, not some people, everybody is who they are. You cannot be the judge, jury, and executioner for every person that you meet. Understand that everybody is not a complete opposite of you, but everybody definitely is not a complete clone of you. We're all individuals and you simply have to accept people for who they are. Now, am I telling you that people can be tyrants? People can be buttholes. People can be self-centered narcissists and that's okay to a certain degree. Absolutely not. But the only extent that that ranges to is the extent that you have to deal with that person. You can't change a single individual that doesn't want to be changed. If they're selfish, they're going to be selfish and there's nothing you can do about it except demonstrate to them what not being selfish looks like. But that doesn't mean you have to spend all your time with them. Nobody is telling you spend time with people whose personalities are detrimental to your life. Nobody's saying that. If you know that they're a narcissist and you don't want to be around narcissists, then don't be. If you know that they are completely and utterly selfish, then you don't have to spend time with them. But what you don't need to do is you don't need to try to change them simply because they're not you. You also don't need to be upset with them because they are who they are. Accept the fact that they are who they are. Forgive them for not being whatever it is that you want them to be and then move on. So many people spend so much time being upset because another person is not exactly where they want them to be at. This happens so much in relationships. And the truth of the matter is, is that no two people are the same. If a person is not what you want them to be, then doggone it, show them the best that you can of who you are. And if that doesn't work, then you make a hard decision. Either you're going to stay or you're going to go. But in your mind, you make the determination of what it is that you can live with. You don't need to have friends with people that you resent the fact that they come around you on a regular basis. I have actually listened to people talk about their best friends or their friends of their circle like they are so tired of dealing with them, like they can't stand their personalities. And I just can't live like like that. There is no way that I am going to continue to entertain a person in my friend circle that is obviously the polar opposite of all of my values, all of my ideals, 
all of my beliefs. It's just not going to happen. Now, granted, we don't have to see eye to eye all the time. I have a best friend. We definitely disagree on a regular basis, but make no mistake about it. If he was not one of the best, if not the best man that I've ever met in my life, then I would not be spending the time that I spend with him now. And I'm telling you that no matter what, nobody is going to be a complete replica of you. So you have to be able to forgive the fact that people aren't you and then move on. Spend time with people that you want to. Spend time with people that help cultivate who you are. Spend time with people that help lift you up. But don't get into an emotional attachment to the detriment of dealing with individuals that do nothing but cause you stress because you can become addicted to that. It'll be another emotional addiction that you have to fight to get over. Now next, and this one's hard. You have to forgive your actions, your past. You cannot hold on to the mistakes that you have made yesterday. Now, one of the things that's going to make this hard is that there's tons of people that are are going to try to bring this stuff back up in your face every five minutes. There's some people that you are going to deal with that will always try to bring you back to the you of yesterday, but you're not that person. You've grown, you've changed, you've moved on to different experiences. You've moved on to new mistakes because we're all constantly doing things that we have to grow from on a regular basis. None of us are perfect, but the last thing that you need to do is cling yourself to events that happened in the past. If you did it yesterday, it happened yesterday. If you did it two years ago, it happened two years ago. If you did it 20 years ago, it happened 20 years ago. And you have no right to be used and abused and be manipulated because of the fact that somebody cannot let go of something you did years ago. But you definitely cannot stand on the grounds that you are not letting yourself get over that either. You have to let things go. If you did it before it is in your past, that is not you. Move on. You are a different individual. And by all rights and privileges, I would assume that you would not make the same mistake that you made years ago now if you have grown. So those are things that you have to connect with. You cannot hold yourself continuously accountable for things that you have lived the past. You are gone now. The past is back. You are in the now. You are pushing towards the future. Keep moving forward. Stop living in the past. And then finally, you have to forgive who you are. Ladies and gentlemen, if there is nothing else you can do in life, you need to love you. You need to care for you. You need to have compassion for the identity that is you. That doesn't mean you become selfish or self-centered, narcissistic or chauvinistic or whatever the case may be. That doesn't mean any of that. What that means is, is that you take time, you take effort, you take actions, and you move towards what's best for you. You look out for you. Now, that may turn into something that you don't recognize, but you need to eat right. You need to exercise. You need to study, train, work good at your job, treat people right. You need to do the things that cultivate a great person. And I'm not going to tell you what path to walk. But what I am going to say to you is that it is vitally important that you do everything in the world to basically take care of you, build your mind, build your body, 
build your spiritual cultivation and grow. Show yourself some love because you are unique. You are valued and nobody has a right to devalue you or make you feel like you're less than what you are. You stand strong and you stand tall no matter what. It's not the mistakes of your past. It's not the individuals that you've met throughout your life. It is how you view yourself now. And you need to wake up every morning and think to yourself that this is going to be a great day where I am going to be the best that I possibly can be better than yesterday and catapult myself into tomorrow. Stop being down on yourself. Stop treating yourself like you're less than what you are. You are great. You were born great. You were created great and you will continue to be great. We all make mistakes. We all do things that we wish we should not have done. We have all hurt somebody and we have all been hurt by somebody. Nobody is any different than anyone else when it comes down to the potential of what could have possibly happened throughout our lives. Some people have done some horrible things. Some people have done some things that weren't that bad. But I guarantee you that regardless of the gauge, regardless of the scale, we have all fallen short at some point in time. So don't look at yourself like it is all over and you are less than because you are not. And don't look at your situation and think to yourself that simply because you feel like you're in the lowest point that you can be, that you are. Trust and believe you are great and greatness can come from you if you are willing to cultivate that into what it is supposed to be. Well, that's all I got for you guys this week. Um, forgiveness is a big deal and we need to make sure that we are all willing and able and ready to forgive those who have done us wrong and forgive ourselves for the things that we have done. We need to be able to cultivate real peace inside of ourselves. And that is the only way to live a full life is to live it peacefully and to understand that greatness is right around the corner. Well, thank you so much, guys. I love you guys. I can't wait till next week. We're going to keep on riding down this train and hopefully together we'll be able to catapult to newer heights, newer understanding. I love you. Peace.